Happy Friday, LaSalle Catholic. I'm Zach Zach, your Chief Administrator, and it's Friday, January 6th. I hope you're great. I hope you're really, really great, because we're thrilled to be back here at school again, uh, seeing the kids and um, just getting things going. But today, today, my friends, we have a very special guest. So I hope you are dressed well, shirts tucked in, hair combed, sitting up straight, and ready to pay attention, because we are going to be joined shortly by none other than the distinguished and wonderful superintendent of Catholic Schools for the Archdiocese, Kathy Waltz. Let's go. Welcome to the round table. Welcome back to the round table, or welcome for the first time if that's you. This is the LaSalle Catholic Chronicle podcast that we call the round table, uh, where we exist for two primary purposes. First and foremost, we're here to give you the LaSalle Catholic Schools news, the weekly newsletter, in the most easy to digest way possible to listen to it. Secondarily, we exist to be more of a family. We get to know each other, we spend some time together, and we grow closer to each other and to God um, with our immediate community and, like today, with our extended community, with uh, what we call people in the neighborhood. So Kathy Waltz is going to join us shortly. Uh, but I got to get you your buzz first. And I've got to pray first in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Gracious God, uh, you come to us in the coolest of ways. You make yourself visible to us. So like here at school, we see the kids coming back and we know you are good. And you come to us as an infant um, in uh, you know 2,000 years ago. And we know you are good. We see you in scriptures and in service and in sacraments. And we know you're good. So thank you for being here. Thank you for all the ways that you're so good to us. Uh, bless our time here together today. And for all of our listeners, please uh, be with them and help them to be with you. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Hey, let's get your buzz. Well, it's a little known fact that January is a very busy month for Catholic school principals in Iowa. And uh, it's a very busy day for the LaSalle Catholic Chronicle. So here we go. We're going to give it to you. January 10th, starting off our calendar, Parent Association meeting, 6.30 p.m. in the middle school. All are welcome. January 11th, we have Mass at 10 a.m. at St. Jude Church. All are welcome. January 11th, Lazy Lancer Night at El Super Burrito, 3 p.m. until 9 p.m. All are welcome. January 13th, LaSalle Catholic Schools, $1 Jeans Day for all the students and staff. January 13th is the end of first semester. That's next Friday. Then January 14th, on that Saturday, at the elementary school from 2 to 3 p.m., open conversations. January 16th, no school for students. That's a staff progress reporting day. January 18th, we have an all-school mass again, 10 a.m. at St. Jude Church. January 23, we have a school board meeting, 6.30 p.m. until uh, <laughs> until we're done, usually 8 p.m. That is at the middle school Holy Family Room. January 25, we we have an all-school liturgy at 10 a.m. at St. Jude Church. We have a spirit day on January 27, and then Catholic Schools Week is January 29 through February 4. So we'll be telling you about a few other things related to that, not least of which is the gala on Friday, February 3rd. We'll be talking more about that in a bit. Then in the electronic backpack, we have the gala 2023. We have Lazy Lancer Night coming up. We have a building contest for kids. January lunch and breakfast menus. LaSalle uh, has their own saint, Michelle Ritter, who is dancing with the saints. So we have information about that in two different flyers. Then we have STO information, task force minutes from the Xavier Catholic Schools Task Force. Uh, we'll have the December minutes for you soon as well. Uh, human trafficking presentation that we'll talk about. March for Life, Eucharistic Adoration, script. And that's it. 
Then in my um, little blurb, principally speaking, I talk about the gala and basically clarify for people. So it's a super fun time. You pay for your ticket. The whole thing's a fundraiser for tuition assistance. So it's all helping uh, families at LaSalle uh, and new families coming to LaSalle. And um, then your ticket, not only does it get you a great meal and to participate in the fun and games, uh, but it also earns you the opportunity to um, participate in the silent and live auction. And some of those items, yes, people will be very, very generous and pay more than what the uh, item is valued at. But in a lot of cases, you get really good deals on stuff. So it actually saves you money. So you get a great meal. Um, we have wine and beer, um, which I believe is all included. Um, and then we have um, games and opportunities to get really cool prizes at discounted prices. So get your gala tickets. Today, Friday, January 6th, is the last day to get the early bird prices. Um, so anyway, I'm just talking about that in my little blurb. So then in all LaSalle Catholic news, we have a Lazy Lancer night coming up at El Super Brito, northeast corner of Edgewood and Johnson Avenue. That is the Gonzalez's restaurant, uh, if you know them. They are awesome. And they're generous with the school, and it's really, really good food. If you like authentic Mexican or if you've never tried it, boom, really, really good food. So um, that is 3 p.m. until 6 uh, 3 p.m. until 9 p.m. on Wednesday, January 11. Dine in, meet some friends, whatever, or take out, go home, um, and eat it at home and not do dishes. Ergo, the name Lazy Lancer Night. Then we have a Dollar Jeans Day, and the money is going to the Dance Marathon at the University of Northern Iowa. So Dollar Jeans Day, Friday, January 13th. Kids can bring in a dollar or more, and then um, the donations will be given to the University of Northern Iowa Dance Marathon, uh, which ultimately is going to the University of Iowa Stead Family Children's Hospital. Then we have open conversations. If you've never been, or if you you're newish to LaSalle, that's a great way to meet awesome people and kind of learn about and celebrate the uh, different cultures that exist at LaSalle because um, we're not all the same and we all have different cultures that make up who we are. And so um, it's a great way to learn about how all those different cultures that make up me and you and everybody else make up LaSalle. So that's from 2 to 3 p.m. Doors open at 1.30. Kids are welcome. Uh, they can run around in the gym and then right outside the gym, uh, we'll sit and chat and have some planning. I can't say we though. I'm going to be on retreat. I have to miss that meeting. Um, but otherwise, those are those are great meetings, so um, try to check one of those out sooner than later. Then we have LaSalle Catholic Online Web Store. Uh, that is open until midnight on January 15th, so you have all the way through next weekend to purchase things, and there's a link in the newsletter. Those orders aren't processed until the web store closes, and then about three to five weeks from then, they get delivered to uh, LaSalle for you to pick up. Um, all sales are final, no returns or exchanges. Uh, double check sizes to make sure you get what you want. If you have any questions, you can reach out to Pam Stark. If you know her, you love her. 319-363-3338 or pstark at psadfinity.com. Then strategic planning is leading to a new annual appeal. So this was, I announced this in the newsletter a few weeks ago, um, but just to share with you, so this fall, our strategic planning team conducted an audit of all of our own fundraising efforts in order to discern the, the time that we invested in, in our fundraising efforts and figure out what those impacts were on our school. So what we discerned from that was that our chocolate sales, as tasty as they were, um, was a lot of work. Um, and every year it got harder and harder to raise about $10,000. An annual appeal, however, that tends to grow every year. Um, so what we plan to do is to continue sending out our quarterly newsletters. So we've sent two out. There'll be another one coming out in the spring, and that one will include an ask. So as the newsletter is kind of increasing our um, community and broadening and strengthening and sustaining our community, especially with alumni, but also with parishioners, parents, neighbors, staff, families, et cetera, um, that's gonna generate more funds for the school every year. So we have the walkathon, right, and we have the gala, and those already do a great job of helping sustain our mission. Um, but if we can broaden our community and, um, and you know, 
more people have uh, the opportunity to feel blessed by supporting the school, we're going to do that. So we've been working with some strategic planning folks out of uh, San Francisco and with the Archdiocese, and um, what we intend to do is raise at least $10,000 in net um, to replace that $10,000 footprint left by the chocolate sales, and then hopefully every year after it grows. So there's that. Um, then we have the Thanks a Latte, which a lot of you know about. There's kind of two different permutations of that. One is, for example, today in the parking lot after school, uh, three different people got um, Starbucks cards for me. And I sent one home with a student yesterday um, for different reasons. One is uh, we're randomly selecting people who are picking up and dropping off in the parking lot if you have a LaSalle Catholic window sticker. Uh, we're randomly selecting three different people uh, a couple times a week and giving them uh, a card to Starbucks. And then we also, anybody, anybody who um, makes a short video, 30 seconds or less, saying what the Lancer life is to them. Uh, maybe it's you love the theater. Maybe it's you love the kindergarten teacher. Maybe it's um, relationship with staff. Maybe it's your kids, friends, sports, faith, academics, you name it. Um, you make a short, short, short video about what you love about LaSalle, you send that to me. Uh, we put that on our website and maybe share it on Facebook. We give you a Starbucks card. Or if you give us a review, type any type on Facebook or on Google, um, and you can even say bad things if you like, it um, doesn't matter what you say, we're going to give you a $5 Starbucks card to say, thanks a latte. Upcoming is a parent conference survey. So the Archdiocese is developing a conference for parents, or at least they're discerning doing that, for fall of 23. Um, so that's to support parents and offer assistance to them in the challenging aspects of parenting. So the ideas are being explored, but they want feedback. So there's a link in the newsletter um, that you can give them some thoughts about what you'd like to see in that kind of conference. Then that quarterly that I mentioned um, went out for the second time, or the second issue went out um, in December. And so we're trying to really you know, connect with people, alumni, friends, um, parents of alumni, neighbors, parishioners, what have you, so they can feel connected to what's going on in the school. So if you're interested in receiving that, or if you know someone who might be, there's a link in the newsletter to be able to receive that. Um, so that just adds to our mailing list um, every time we send those out. And then that spring, that'll be part of the annual appeals. We'll include all those people in our annual appeal and ask them if they want to support us. Um, then LaSalle window decals, I mentioned, you can put those on and get a Starbucks card. And then there's also the gala coming up Friday, February 3rd. Appetizers at 5.30 with music and silent auction. Then at 6.30 we'll have games, dinner, and a live auction. And then that's all over at the St. Jude Catholic Church Community Center. Um, I have had the joy of working with our um, gala committee this year, and we have some really cool prizes. So there's like a weekend at Wisconsin Dells, at an indoor water park. There's a overnight at uh, Eagle Ridge. There's uh, different restaurants are supporting it. There's different like uh, health clubs or salons. Um, gosh, you name it. There's so many cool things. Um, Hawk stuff, uh, cyclone stuff, all kinds of different things, you know, like autographed whatnot, um, camping gear, getaways, a fishing package at an ice castle up in Minneapolis, all kinds of cool things. Um, so some of those are going to be posted, actually some are already posted online. So you can see that by going to fundraiser.support backslash LaSalle CR Gala. 2023. Or you can just go to the school website, upper right hand corner, click on support us and then click on Gala and you'll see all right there. Um, then let's see, Script, the Quick Start program, they've always had that 4% rebate which is significant. Starting uh, in January of this year they added a new one where you can get a 10% rebate on the grocery card. Uh, for Quickstar, so that's cool. Then the new grocery cards come in $25 denominations, and they can be reloaded just like current script cards, so it's pretty sweet. Contact Paula with questions. She's at 319-329-6829. Then in the middle school, girls basketball concession volunteers are needed. Um, 
So there's a link in the newsletter for that. Then Remind, if the last week didn't uh, make it clear to you, it's important that everyone be on Remind so that you can get the news, uh, get the uh, current delays and early releases and uh, school closures and that sort of thing. So those links are all in the newsletter for you as well. If you're on issues, just let me know. Then in the elementary school, third graders have their service learning project that they've been working on. If you have used blankets or quilts or comforters, what have you, only use. They don't want new things because these are for animals. Um, please turn those in anytime by the end of this month to the third grade. And that is a thank you for Ms. Cooling's third graders. Then in the parent association, January PA meeting is coming up. Always a good vibe. We get a lot done. We're quick and concise, but we have fun and it's good people, always well organized. That is January 10th, Tuesday the 10th, uh, next week at 6.30 p.m. in the middle school. We'll be talking about Catholic Schools Week and planning committees for upcoming events because we have a bunch that I'm going to read to you in just a minute. Then we have a Lazy Lancer Night coming up on Wednesday, January 11th at Super Burrito from 3 to 9. Like I mentioned from the calendar, uh, proceeds are going to be donated back from El Super Burrito to the school, and the food there is so good. I haven't had it for a few months, so I'm looking forward to going back. Then upcoming events include January 11th Super Burrito, I'm on ice skating on February 5th, then Trivia Night, again, on March 25th. I'm almost finished writing out those questions. I think we have fun categories. I made it just a skosh easier than the fall, um, but there's still a lot of challenging questions and a really nice variety, I think, I hope. And I tried to include lots of videos and pictures and GIFs and things like that, so it should be good. Friday, um, Sorry, April 21st is the father-daughter dance, and then the mother-son event coming back this year for the first time in three years is going to be a bags tournament. That's on April 28th for mothers and sons, and then the spring carnival, May 7th. Um, and then just a reminder, we have those quick and easy fundraisers like Coke Rewards, Hy-Vee Receipts, Amazon Smile, um, Casey's Rewards, and Box Tops. You can always get a hold of the PA at LaSalle, PA at LaSalleCatholicCR.org. Excuse me. Then from Xavier High School and our partner parishes, um, St. Ludmilla needs volunteers pretty uh, urgently here. Uh, and Linda Sills, if you know where you love her, um, she sent this message to us. So please um, consider volunteering if you can. They need bingo concessions volunteers on Sundays from 4 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. And that starts January 22nd. Um, so Father Ken and Linda would love your help. <coughs> oh, mea culpa. And then we've got uh, Future Saints Nights coming up. Um, so Thursday, January 12th, is a Future Saints Nights for wrestling when they take on Prairie. So we'll be recognizing Future Saints between the JV and the varsity match. And uh, the meet starts at 6.15. You're supposed to wear your respective school shirts because they're going to be introduced by school and they'll get free admission to the game. To the match. Then breaking chains, a conversation about human trafficking. Really important topic, um, especially within the Catholic framework of Catholic social teaching. So Jennifer Schulte, she's the coordinator of confirmation. She's going to be discussing Catholic social teaching around human trafficking and what we can do, um, what are the prudent and right and safe ways to address that injustice. And then uh, Nikki Stallman, the outreach program coordinator from Chains Interrupted, is going to be leading the conversation about what human trafficking looks like, what are local trends here in Cedar Rapids, and how we can help. You can uh, direct questions to Jennifer at Jennifer with two N's dot Schulte, S-C-H-U-L-T-E at dbqarch.org. Then there's a winter cheer camp coming up. Uh, so for future saints in kindergarten through sixth grade, you can join the Xavier cheerleaders for a clinic at Xavier on Monday, Martin Luther King Day when we have no school, 9 a.m. until 11.30 a.m. Um, so that is 50 bucks. It includes a t-shirt. You register through the Xavier website on 8 to 18. 
The Dancing with the Saints, I mentioned this in the calendar. So Michelle Ritter, uh, her kids went through LaSalle and Xavier. Um, so she is really enthusiastic about supporting um, Dancing with the Saints because this year the um, impact fund from Xavier is to support all pre-K through 12 teachers. And uh, she speaks in the newsletter here. We shared her words about um, how much she loves the teachers and how important she recognizes it is to support them so that we can sustain them and make the, um, the salaries more comparable to public schools so that teachers who want to teach in Catholic schools can afford to do so. Um, so she speaks really articulately and enthusiastically in the newsletter about that. Um, and so you can read what she has to say there, but she has done a lot of volunteering, whether it's with um, the Leukemia and Lymphoma, Lymphoma Society or the Xavier Booster Club or um, the Xavier Foundation. Um, Oh my gosh, so many things. So um, let's give to her, let's give to um, the Impact Fund to help uh, increase uh, salaries for pre-K through 12 teachers in the Xavier system. so more from her in the newsletter if you want to read her words. There's also a link. Um, there's a QR code if you want to be able to uh, support her um, in her efforts so that hopefully um, a LaSalle um, Saint could could win Dancing with the Saints. That would just be awesome. So I think that's it from the newsletter. That's a lot. Um, like I said, January. Man, we're into next year and we're still in this year. Um, but God is good. So we got this. Thanks for tuning in. I think you're really going to enjoy this conversation. We're really honored to have Kathy Waltz, our uh, Archdiocese of Dubuque, Kathy school superintendent join us here presently oh, who are the people in your neighborhood in your neighborhood in your neighborhood say who are the people in your neighborhood the people that you meet each day so as pro- i feel like i always say as promised I should say something else. But anyway, as promised, man, Zach, you got to look sharp in the superintendents here. And here I am looking goofy. But I kid, because Kathy, you, um, while you are super professional and polished and very, very smart, um, you make it really easy for people to be themselves and to do what they do, like for me and other principals. And thanks for coming on the show. You're welcome. Glad to be here. This is going to be super fun. We have had a superintendent once before, um, but this is, so it's not totally uncharted territory, but this is a very novel experience for us. So thanks for coming on. I hope a lot of people tune in because I'm going to post, you know, like on Facebook when we put this out there, I'm going to say like Superintendent Kathy Waltz is going to be on the show. So I hope people listen because, um, well, especially for me, like your brain works very differently th- from the way mine works, which, you know, when we were working together a lot because you were the, what was your title? Associate, Associate superintendent. superintendent. And you worked with all the Cedar Rapids schools. It was super helpful because I don't think the way you do. And so that would really help remediate, you know, things that I wouldn't think about, which was awesome. Um, but I'm really excited for you in this new role. Um, Kim Hermson, ginormous shoes to fill. But that being said, I mean, I think, I think everyone was just like, well, it's got to be Kathy, right? Like she's just... Boom. Um, so tell us just a little bit about yourself, um, personal, professional, like whatever you want our listeners to know. And then we'll dig in a little bit to some Catholic school stuff. Sure. Um, well, I live um, here in the metro area in Marion. Um, my husband, Brad, and Is that a direct I, flight from Cedar Rapids? That is a direct flight. <laughs> About 30 minutes round trip over, I kid. over here to LaSalle. Um, my husband and I have been married almost 20 years and have um, three kids and in 6th, 8th, and 10th grade who also go to our Catholic schools here in town. Yes. <laughs> That's one of your kids' taglines, right? Yes. 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 <laughs> My kids love that. Um, and then you're at St. Joe's, right? Did you say that? Parish, yes. You're at St. Joe's. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Um, and you were the principal there. 
I was the how, principal how there. How long were you principal before you became associate? I was principal at St. Joe's for six years. Oh, that's right. And then you went up to Cedar Valley for a little bit. Um, no, I was, St. Joe's was my last principalship before I became associate Okay. Okay. at the Arch. And then speaking of huge shoes to fill, then Casey Ketman, it's a good thing, I call him the golden boy. He's so talented. but. It's a good thing he's so darn talented because he had to follow your shoes. Yes. See, I was taught in admin school, follow a loser, which neither you nor Casey did. I'm not saying I did either by any means. Um, but um, yeah, so he had big shoes to fill. But And you're a parent there, so then you kind of can work with him. And Yeah, we're glad man, he's that good. Mr. Ketman. Oh my gosh, no joke. In. He's phenomenal. Um, so then, wh what's fun? What do you do for fun? Because I mean, th the work you do, most people would probably describe as like terrifying or <laughs> extremely difficult. Um, but I know you have a lot of really like particular things that you like to do just to enjoy yourself and your family. Sure, what's fun for me are um, puzzles and games, yes. which you know because we've had some experience with some trivia games and those sorts of things. Well, and we should brag. So oh, yes. just because, I, I think partially it's not just because we're smart or talented or whatever, but we, um, was it, was it just last spring? It was just last spring. So yes. last spring, uh, Kathy um, treated the principals of the Cedar Rapids area Metro Catholic Schools to um, lunch and like an afternoon of fun. <laughs> it was, that might have been the most fun at least for me, that I've had with that group. It was yeah. so fun, because I love games and puzzles too. Yes. Um, and so we went to, what was the name of the place? Fantastic Escape, Fantas Escape Room. Fantastic Escape. And so, yeah, we get there and the the woman running the place was kind of introducing the, it's like an Old West theme where we're, you know mm -hmm. some of us were locked in a jail and whatever. And she was showing us the, the top time, and she said something like, you know, the top time is 47 minutes. Don't worry about that, guys. I mean, you're gonna have a great time even if you don't get out. You're not gonna break this record because this one shattered our previous one. It's This is a hard puzzle. <laughs> shattered. Crushed it. We beat it by like six minutes. Um, but it, it's kind of funny though because then afterward I'm going, well, it's kind of what principals do all day is we think about random puzzles to solve. Um, I'm more big picture, but then you got and Amy or Angela Olsen, who are so good at like thinking that way, I, mm -hmm. I think, in terms of like solving critical pieces. Um, so anyway, yeah, you, and uh, yeah, that was so much fun. Yeah, everybody just dove in and did oh what they do all day long, but in the <laughs> escape room. Yes, yeah, where it was low, uh, low risk, high reward. Yeah, that yeah. was fun. That was super fun. So besides puzzles, games, that sort of thing, um, probably my other, my family's other big thing is that we are what I call nat national park people. Our goal is to visit all of our national park sites. How many are there? Uh, well, it changes somewhat by the um, oh. half a year, a year, but about 425. Because like right the... Forest Reserve or something will add one or take one away from the time National to time? Park Service will add one. So we have like national parks like Capitol and P National Parks, and then there are memorials and historic sites and things um, somewhat like what Herbert Hoover is. Yeah. It's not a national park, but it's run by the National Park Service. Yeah. So we're trying to get to all 400 plus of them before my youngest graduates from college. So we are just approaching, I'll skip right to your question, I knew you were going to ask, we are just getting ready to approach 200. So we oh. should be able to get halfway, hopefully, this year into next year. When did you start? We started in 2016, Holy seriously. Cow. 206 years? Part, oh, uh, two, wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. 
Woo! So um, that is what we love to do. And you will find me when I need stress relief planning the next park trip. Fun. Cool. Yeah. I have discovered recently, total selfish tangent, um, that I find kind of stress relieving, really fun, planning trivia nights. We did one at LaSalle back in the fall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we talked about it a little bit. I think you yes. couldn't come or something because I think I bugged you about it. Um, but I had so much fun. It's almost like putting together religion bee. It is. And do you know, I actually so have a little bit of experience with that because one of my volunteer gigs is um, planning and running trivia night at the Coggin Public Library, which is oh. my hometown just a bit north Sweet. of the metro area here. So um, we haven't picked that back up since um, the pandemic, oh, yeah. but we were going um, monthly and that was... Oh my gosh, that's a lot of work. It was, but fun work. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. planning on doing it twice a year now because it was received well in the fall, but I don't know if I could do more than two. It just, it's, I think about like fun, every once in a while I hear some random piece of trivia and be like, you can make a category around that. Right, <laughs> we'll have to swap categories and questions. That'd be, I'd be happy to, I'd be happy to share. Um, so, okay, back to the hard stuff or into the hard stuff. Not hard, but whatever. Um, this is hard stuff, like, right? Um, I remember, I don't know, when I first became a teacher, right, wanted to make a difference, um, and then, you know, some people said to me, not, not a lot of people, but a few people said to me, oh, you're gonna be a Catholic school administrator one day, and I was like, yeah, no thanks, hard pass. Um, but then, you know, the call comes maybe, and then and then you do it, and it's hard, and, and I could never see myself going your route. Um, so there, that's that's recorded. So if it ever happens, if I ever try to do that, we'll, we'll all be shocked. Um, but like, what compels you to do this? It's so hard. Um, I mean, it's you think about jobs like maintenance or tech, where all you get is the stuff that's hitting the fan. Um, so like, what compels you to, like, why do you do this? It's so challenging and demanding and oftentimes thankless. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a pretty simple question. Um, for me is that I believe it's the right work. Mm. I believe somebody has to do it. <laughs> um, it's like so many hard jobs in our world. Somebody is called to do that work. And um, when you feel the call and you feel that that's your ministry and vocation, um, I found that it's usually best to answer <laughs> that. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I think about the um they talk about, like, I don't know, I'm not a social scientist, but the times when Americans are re- have report the highest levels of happiness is when we're in a conflict with some other country, right? Because then people have an easy black and white. We're the good guys, they're the bad guys. So everything gets simplified because I know I'm part of the right thing, right? Mm-hmm. And that's an oversimplification. But that's kind of how I feel about like what I do sometimes. Um, and maybe that's some, some, you know, when you're calling, you feel like I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. There's such a grounding kind of contentment in that, mm-hmm. like this is where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. So if I had a crummy day, that is overwhelmed by, but it's what I'm supposed to be doing. That's right, that we're called to do the work, right? regardless we get to see the high of the highs and the low of the lows. Yeah, yeah, so hopefully we're the good guys, <laughs> going <laughs> yeah. against whatever it is we're against. Um, so you were associate superintendent, um, or as I just came up with this phrase, you were the mediocre attendant. <laughs> Kidding. Uh, so you were the associate superintendent doing some similar stuff to what you do now. You were part of a triad of associate super, superintendents um, with a super. Now you're superintendent. What's the what's the biggest shift been like in terms of your day-to-day and in terms of how it operates and what biggest, you like about it, what's hard about it? Sure. Biggest shift for me 
has been when I um, was associate superintendent, I worked with all of you, the principals in this local area, and we talked frequently. So mm -hmm. I had the group of seven of you and some of your colleagues that you work with at your school that I worked with regularly, sometimes daily, you know, yeah. for sure weekly and um, really knew a lot about your schools, knew a lot about you and mm -hmm. worked to grow you, be a mm -hmm. good um, colleague, you know, to throw things off of. But in this role, that biggest shift has moved to, I am not with any one school or any seven schools. More often I am with um, whoever needs me out of those 44 schools. So that's what I have noticed. Um, in some ways, I miss that um, walking through, you know, in-depth situations yeah. and knowing everything that's happening at one school. But now I get the opportunity to know what's happening at a broader level in all of our schools. That that sounds to me kind of like when people go from being a teacher to being admin. So true. The first question and like the tenth question and the last question is always, "Don't you miss the kids?" And so in some capacity, yes. I miss hanging out with them and hearing their jokes all the time or whatever, watching them grow regularly in, in specific ways. But like, I don't know any principals who don't talk to their kids every day. That's right. Not any good ones anyhow. <laughs> um, but then there's a different kind of gratification getting to work systematically and programmatically. Mm -hmm. And um, that's really cool. Um, what's the, I mean, I know STO has been huge and I don't know if you want to say anything about that, but STO has been a big piece on your docket of late. What's, what else is coming up? Um, that you're working on. Yeah, we were really working hard um, at that end of year push yeah. for the STO and um, excited to report that we um, raised more funds than last year. So, so good. Um, so more funds will be available for families um, so next great. year. But um, other important pieces, um, of course, school choice. Mm -hmm. um, possibility of school choice legislation yeah. um, in addition to STO is um, you know being talked about a lot yeah. so there's a lot of behind the scenes work um, with the other um, dioceses and the Office of Catholic Schools and those dioceses as well as our Iowa Catholic Conference. How much time do you spend in Des Moines in a given month? One to two days. Okay and it really fluctuates right like sometimes you'll be there five, 10 days in a month, and then you won't go for a couple months? Yes, and there, yeah, okay. there were some months, maybe, um, you know, November was you yeah. know, heavier. And we'll, we'll know more about ESAs in the next few weeks, right? I would, yes, I would assume oh, once man. the legislative session- <laughs> It's um, gonna get interesting. Picks up, um, we will have that opportunity to talk about um, families being able to make a choice awesome. for their children. Awesome. Which is a really exciting prospect. So good. I hope that anyone who's listening who's not sure what they think about school choice, because I know even within the Catholic schools, sometimes I'll hear from families who say, you know, I really wish you wouldn't promote that piece, you know, that legislative piece and just form our kids. Um, and so I hear that from time to time. Um, I, I would say pretty much always in a respectful tone, not anybody looking for a fight, but just someone kind of sharing what they think they're supposed to, which is fine and good. Um, I was chatting with a guy though, um, I signed up through Grant Wood for a, like a admin coaching mm -hmm. class thing this year. Um, and so we meet once a month for a couple hours and we chat. Um, and he's got a public school background, awesome guy. Um, and we were chatting a little bit about ESAs. And so I don't, I mean obviously, you've forgotten more about ESAs than I'll ever know. Um, but I know some stuff about school choice and ESAs in Iowa and how, how that's working. Um, and so he would just ask me some questions um, and he was just shocked at <laughs> what I was telling him, um, just in terms of how it could 
you know, and should really help everybody. It should be good for all schools, all parents, all kids, um, public and non-public schools should really benefit ultimately from the way the financing works. And he's like, what? I thought it was just kind of this. I was like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think there's a lot of misinformation. So anyway, if you're listening and you're in Iowa, I would just encourage you learn what you can because it can be so polarizing and so emotional and then it's really easy for us to shut down and just you know set up camp in our little worldview with our people who agree with us mm-hmm. um that, that being said i know most of our parents are you know very um encouraging and encouraged by what's hopefully happening and the possibility for welcoming more families and giving more people support to be able to come hang out with us that's right <laughs> so. exactly exactly and then other um Things happening in our world. Our um, Office of Catholic Schools team has um, had three focuses that we are working on um, to help parishes and schools. So um, the first of those focuses is um, like increasing Catholic dimension of our schools. Awesome. So taking what we have and working for continuous improvement so yeah. that everybody um, can really work to bring about that true mission of our schools, which yeah. is... The Catholicity. Miracle grow those seeds. Yes. Yes. Um, Always working also on that academic improvement, Mm -hmm. um, whether that be at the elementary level, high school level. What do we offer? Is what we offer meeting the needs of students? Are there other programs, things we need, structures we need to look at to um, meet the needs of the students that are in our buildings right now versus the students that were here? 10, 15, 20 years Changes. ago. Changes, yep. <laughs> um, and then our third goal area is operational vitality, sure. which is really you know fancy speak for making sure things are in place in our schools um, so that we can fulfill the mission. You know, do are we marketing well? Yeah. Do we have succession plans for teachers and staff? What do finances look like? Um, because really our goal is to make sure that our schools are here to fulfill the mission of the church until yes. Jesus comes again. <laughs> awesome. That's so great. Um, and that, that to me sounds a lot like folks who listen here, we talk all the time about strategic planning. Mm-hmm. So it sounds a lot like, at least in terms of our buildings, what it looks like is, yeah, taking that stuff and then how do we make that function at LaSalle? Where do we need to upgrade facilities or um, bolster our mission or exactly. improve test yep. scores, what have you. planning is a great, yeah. Um, uh, last thing, just and then I'm, I'm hoping you'll play a game with us, because you said you like games. So no. what, um, if anything, do you want our listeners to know? I just um, would ask that they continue to pray for our parishes, our schools, and to support um, our schools and their mission however they can, be that through prayer, volunteering, um, sending their students to our schools, being an active parishioner um, in their parish, that those are such important things in helping um, continue and build um, the kingdom of God. So it's like going to a gala, for example. <laughs> Would be a way to yes, it would be great if <laughs> you would go to the Little Sal Gala. If you're listening on Friday, the 6th, um, today's the last day for early bird tickets. <laughs> so excited. Um, thanks. So you play a game with us? You bet. We have, I'm, I'm so excited. In, in honor of your visit, we have a new game to play. Oh, so, what is it? Um, I'm trying to remember. Well, I, I made up two new games recently. We are going to play Who Was That? Okay. So here comes Who Was Hopefully That? Hopefully I don't freeze. That's right.
All right, so what I'm gonna do here, um, I'm gonna have five different kind of rounds for you. Um, and what I'm gonna do is give you a little bit of background, um, maybe. I might just give you the quote, but I'm gonna give you a background or a phrase or something like that. Um, it's gonna start with the easiest, and then it's gonna get progressively harder for five questions. Okay. Okay. Um, I think you might be able to get five out of five here and go home with a lovely parting gift. Um, three out of five gets you a lovely parting gift. Are you, oh, I thought you were getting out of pencil to write stuff down here. <laughs> It's not that kind of game. Okay, first one is um, said from, again, this is gonna be kind of easy, I think, of this first one. Said from the Vatican balcony, be not afraid. 1977. John Paul. John Paul II, yes. yes. Uh, technically, oh, John Paul II. I think he said like, non avete paura or something like that, but, <laughs> okay. Um, yes, that was Pope John Paul II. Um, okay, now all the nerves are out, right? Okay. Got it. Now, uh, uh, business professor that I had, um, well, I had him for theology classes up at St. Thomas, when he met this woman, said that he got her business card, and on the back of it, it had this. So, the fruit of silence is prayer, the fruit of prayer is faith, the fruit of faith is love, the fruit of love is service, and the fruit of service is peace. So, making this case that silence leads to peace, but there's a path. It threw me off at business card. But I know, I know, but go, that's what he called it. I'm going to go Mother Teresa. Yes, yes. So two saints. Okay, they're going to get harder, I think. Okay, this one is not a saint yet. Um, this is um, actually that same, I didn't do this on purpose, but that same professor has been working on her case for canonization for a while. This is an American, a venerable, who said, now you're not going to know these quotes probably, but you might get the feel and then make the, right? Okay. So two, two lines from this person. I really only love God as much as I love the person that I love the least. I think the next one's maybe more helpful giveaway. Mm -hmm. Our problems stem from our acceptance of this filthy, rotten system. <laughs> venerable. Oh, did I finally stump the super? I, you may have stumped me. You got a hit for me? Um... <sighs> Uh, same initial, first and last letter, same initial. I'm going to go Dorothy Day yes. because that's what made me think. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, now we're going to get political. I got to get political. Um, 1984, the second presidential debate. This person said, it's pretty funny, I want you to know that also, I will not make age an issue of this campaign. I am not going to exploit, for political purposes, my opponent's youth and inexperience. Ronald Reagan. Yes. Okay. <laughs> was, that, was that one easier than the other ones? Um, you a little bit. It was easier than the Dorothy Day question. Okay. This question, oh, oh shoot, I got our, uh, for our listeners, um, this is actually going to be a trivia question coming up, I think. Um, so, 1963. In a talk to, I think that it was called Talk to Grassroots, was the name of the um, talk. You're already nodding your head. Maybe you know this speech. It's kind of a famous one. Um, it was made famous from one of my favorite songs from like the late 1980s. And the line is this. And this is actually, he, um, he was throwing shade at, well, I'll tell you in a minute. Um, he said, and during these few moments that we have left, I'd like to talk right down to earth in a language that everyone here can easily understand. 1963, talking to grassroots. The clue is he was throwing shade at Martin Luther King, actually, believe it or not. 
because there were a couple of not rival movements but different movements mm-hmm. in the civil rights movement right SNCC and LCLC that they were kind of having different and this fella I don't think he was part of either of those groups, okay. but he was saying Martin Luther King with all this scripture and all this stuff confuses people. Like, let's just get down to brass tacks. MLK is a clue because it's just letters. His name. Yes. This guy just had one letter. Okay, well that one gives it away, <laughs> but I'm still I'm trying. I mean, that's Malcolm X then. It's Malcolm X. But I am trying to think about which song you're talking about. Oh, Cult of Personality. Okay. By Living Color. Yeah, you know how I am with music. Um, they're, they're a cool band. Um, and they kept making music. They kind of waned from popularity. Um, you know, they, used to, they were all black guys. Um, and some of them had like long braids. And so when they would headbang, unlike the white bands, like, like their white stringy hair kind of, their mm-hmm. braids, would, it was just kind of different. And they wore body armor. They were all mm-hmm. pretty jacked. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, like I the do. bright neon colors. But to name the song, oh, wouldn't have been there. Yeah, so um, it just goes right from, and during these few moments that we have left, so it does that, and then it goes right into the. Got it. It's a great song. Anyway, that's it. So I think you got four out of five without clues. Yeah, we'll take I think. that. So we'll give you a lovely parting gift, some LaSalle swag. If you, you probably have everything we have. I don't know. Anyway, thanks for playing. Thanks for helping us christen Who Was That? Our new game. Maybe when you come back next time, you can play our other game. What is that one called? Um, Partners, Buddies, Good Company. Good Company. Good Company. New so song. Maybe next week we'll play that, listeners. So you can tune in and play along at home. Anything else you want to say to, um, do you know we have listeners in Florida now? No, I didn't. Because my mom goes to Florida for a few weeks. <laughs> I'm out. Um, so anything else you want to say to anybody before we sign off? No, just thank you for your support of LaSalle and our parishes and all of our um, Catholic schools and parishes. Thanks, Kathy. God bless you. And God bless you, listeners. We'll see you soon.